the morning, we're just on the Mali Peichet on the date. We ended yesterday, we were discussing the Raya of the, the Benishai to the Shida of the, the Chidor. As to what happens if a person, um, person died, then had Tchiyat Hamitim, is he considered to have really died, or is it really a similar that he never really died? I think afterwards, somebody right there said about uh, brain death, not brain death, the truth is that that probably is is a is a lot to do with it. In normal cases, let's say in normal cases of resuscitation, normal cases of resuscitation, it's probably a sign. If I had to sort this, it's definitely a sign that the brain was never dead. Yeah. Because if the brain was, when I say the brain wasn't dead, the brain's dead. Not all the brain cells are dead, because that's where the uh, the respiratory, uh, you know, whatever it is, is, is uh, over there. Because if it was there, then there's no way that you could uh, you'd be able to restart that. And from a from a from a halakhic uh, from a halakhic standpoint, um, it does seem that brain death is really is the deciding factor. That is, seems to be the majority the majority opinion. The only so are you going to tell me? But you know you've got all these you've got this whole thing with Ramosha and Rishonazama and, and the Rabbanut had a whole thing. But the Rabbanut thing, I think, is really in many ways was the most enlightening. Because that, that, to my mind, is really if you look carefully at what the person can say. You'll see, I think they all along those lines. It's just the Rabbanut sort of had, had a slightly more lenient approach to it. What do I mean by that? Is that you'll find that most of them, the, the issue is how can you be absolutely certain? How can you be absolutely certain that the brain is absolutely dead? Is absolutely dead. Uh, the time when I gave a shit, I spoke to Dr. Simon about this. Because uh, that's his neuro, neuro, uh, whatever. Yeah. And um, so, he t- so he told me that Tucker, he says there's no, there's no test which is conclusive, that's uh, absolutely reliable. But what they do in his line of work is they, they do various tests, and with the combination of the tests, if they all point to a certain conclusion, you can pretty much, you can be pretty certain that it is correct. But I think he told me, and I, I saw this in the Halak discussion at the time, there uh, is a part of the brain, the I think it's the hypothalamus, I think it's called, which uh, which they can't, there is no test for. There's no test that can be, uh, but I'm not sure they know for definite, or maybe they do. I can't remember uh, exactly what that part does anyway. Or maybe that's the part to do with the uh, the uh, sort of the characteristics of that. I'm not sure. But the kit that that is, if you really want to know, that's what it boils down to. And what the what the uh, the Rabbanut did is they drew up a whole sort of um, a whole. Uh, and say, uh, you know, all instructions, the whole procedure by which, if everything is followed and everything sort of indicates that the person is properly brain dead, then they, they would permit the uh, turning off of the of machine. If you look, as I said, Rishon Zalman, there's a whole, there's a whole controversy about what Ramosh actually said that in his life, Kayazua, uh, whether he did retract, he didn't retract, there's a, there's a bit of this, this different sort of opinion within the family, it seems, as well. But, but you'll, as far as I understood, Rishon Zalman, his whole thing was that how can you be absolutely definite that they've got it correct? Can we be absolutely conclusive? Because remember, if there's any brain, brain, brain cells which are alive, then potentially, potentially the person may be able to be resuscitated. So the kit to that, to a large extent, does seem to be the, the point, because from the Gomorrahs and Yuma, etc., what we check when a person is on the you know, collapsed building, it definitely seems you are checking the breathing. There are some very interesting shudders of 
over there, understanding is very, very interesting of, because the Loshan of Rashi, as he talks about in the Shimosa, they understood that it was literally, it was the air which had been pumped around in the bloodstream, and as I think Mr. Stephen Posen, I think it was, he said to me, if, if that happened, the person would be dead straight away, and air gets in. So, it's very interesting, some of them, their understanding of, of the biology is, is, uh, makes it difficult to really, really go along with and know what, how to affect it, how that because we obviously know not air being pumped around there. So um, it does seem they're looking at the breathing. Yeah? But the breathing is very much connected to the... If, uh, to, to a person. if he's brain dead, he's never going to breathe again. Whereas if the heart stops, that can be restarted. Yeah? So are you going to say... So in which case then, well then, what does that show me then? Because in, in other words, that, well, what I mean to say is that if the person has stopped breathing, that doesn't mean he's gone, you know, there's resuscitation. So why aren't we Mechal Shabbos for the person, right? Of course, with uh, right, even a small child. The answer is presumably because in times gone by, they didn't have the defibrillator, whatever it's called, and uh, since they didn't have that, the chances of restarting the heart are next to none. Again, I don't, I don't think he told me this, I, I think it may have been uh, Mashtolish Spitz who told me this, that, um, I can't remember, but whoever it was said it, it, it's very, very rare, and it was, Whoever was told me that when they were doing their training, it once happened and they got a big shock that the person actually came back just with uh, just with CPR. But it's very very rare. Normally CPR just keeps the blood moving. They need to actually sort of get the heart. It's uh, it's uh, what do you call it? It's uh, electric electric uh, thingy, electric uh, impulses going against. They need a kickstart. So if they didn't have this fibrillator or whatever it was, then they wouldn't have been able to restart. So much yes, the person was was uh, once he stopped breathing. Shimon told me at the time I can't remember what it was anymore. There's a certain time time uh, window, you know, window they've got because obviously at a certain point then the brain will start dying because there's a lack of air, lack of oxygen, then the brain will start dying very quickly and eventually then obviously if there's a, the heart also will stop because of the, the lack of oxygen. So the kit, so what, what are we trying to get from all of this is that um, is that coming to the person who is resuscitated I think there's a very, very strong argument to say, even from a medical point of view, when I say a medical point of view, medical stroke together with a halakhic point of view, is that if brain death is the real definition, which there are one or two rise as well, as in mission, and others that cut off the head of, a, of an animal and talks about whether it's tonal, whether it's not, there are, there's some very interesting rise one way or the other. But if that is the definition, then if the person has had CPR, that shows he was never brain dead, in which case he, he was never really dead. In which case, no, his wife does not need to get a new condition, uh, etc. And that does obviously seem to be the accepted thing. In cases of sort of more miraculous things, like uh, where you've got these Nevi'im, it's like an interesting shida. It's an interesting shida. And I don't know if you could really bring a raya for that from the, from the even the Yushami to the Chidobro. Because he was talking about a nate. The person dies and he came back to life. I don't know. A Novi is, a nate may be more along the lines of what we're calling resuscitation, these sort of things. But uh, I don't know. Um, but it does seem that is the uh, generally accepted thing, and definitely in terms of Kali as well. If it was literally Tchiyas Hamaitim, says the says the that would be that would be our right. Now, the Indian, the Indian, another very interesting um, question is: Well, if I mean, you can ask. Uh, I'll ask you this, but it's really don't come onto this. Is if Kali Tzol Taka they died, and then they were brought back to life? 
Okay, so let's call it Kakoff and Shalom. If you want to go that way, but really that's not really the question, I'm just using that as an excuse to bring in this, this uh, famous question of Maral, which is, if they became Geirim at Tarasinai, if they became Geirim, then they should all be Mutter to their relatives, <coughs> and therefore, what were they complaining about in terms of the Arois? They weren't also to the Arois. What would you say to that question? Well, maybe they didn't have cotton Shinova, then we apply it out from Martin Torah. What? Why would that matter? Because when they overcome the Torah in essence, and they became cotton Shinova, when they became a Gairim, they hadn't yet got the uh, halakhus of cotton Shinova. Or you say that it only applies further on. Oh, why, why would that be? Okay, obviously, okay, we're going to try and make a chelic here between the, between the Gairus of Kladisar Har Sinai and elsewhere. Okay, that's the way I would have just put it off the off the car. Which, by the way, 
makes it uh, very interesting because there, there is Taka Ashida about, I don't know if, you, if you're aware of this, there are, there are people who say when it comes to giving names you know, to children, some, there, are, there is a thing, some people don't give names before Martin Taylor. You know that before? Well, some not before. Oh, that's right, exactly. So if you say that, what about Avram and all these? Avram is fucking Yaakov. So again, as you said, some say not before Martin Taylor, some say before. So of course, this is not a problem because of course our Romans Kokinyakov came uh, so the question is how far back this goes as well that will obviously make a, make a bit of, of enough minute but I'll read to you now what the Maral says so let's see if that if it reads because the Maral is there's a question what does the Maral mean the Maral in the middle of the Pitash in Parashat Vayigash he's talking about there the, the brothers marrying their sisters uh, I mean the, the Shavuot yeah. marrying the Canaanite sisters yes. he says the Enochshit in the middle of the piece there he says he's going sort of one thing to the next he says don't ask me if so, if you yoke to a Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim Bikravim, then the yoke to Mitzrayim should be permitted to their relatives. So, Kibbutz Aleim Atatur, because they have a couple of Torah upon themselves. But they know the Chiyuv, they weren't born with a Chiyuv of, of these Torah, they were a couple upon themselves, they became Gayim. Being you, Mitzrayim Bikravim. So, the Maral ain't their Kasha. It's not a Kasha. They have Because it says they were forced to be Mikabal the Torah. The Hokofa Aleem Harkigigis, did it come on? We've learned that already, right? That Hashem put the mountain on top of them, like uh, they were coerced. Now he doesn't say why, but he says in such a case we don't say it's Kikos and Shanela. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Now, I would have said, I don't know if it really reads, it's much more there's a difference if, it, if they're forced. But, of course, but I would have said, that the before, before going on, yeah, it fits nicely with what we've said because we said the whole thought of kofale mahatigigis at a deeper level is the har represents the obvious in horim elo obvious, right? The, and therefore, the idea was they were standing under the har as if to say you're the feet of the your barak haridavur. This is why you're in the world, and therefore, if you don't accept the Torah, well then shomtei kuburasen, as we as we explained, yeah, yeah. Um, and one of the that was shot was in the past because this is the whole point the idea of Kabbalah Satya is really going back in time as well but um, so the, he said the Vada mission is Gaia Miyatma because I'm rather somebody who is the Gaia of his, of his own position could go and go for example the Gaia Kim the Gaia of the Gaia since he didn't need to be the Gaia who was the Gaia and he's the Gaia himself have a very very archaic he's a completely new creature since they were obligated to accept the Torah, and they had to do this, that's not like a cost of But I'll prove it to you. He says, because they were Megayah. See, at this point, before that, he hasn't come from the point where they were actually Megayah. He's just saying that the assumption of Gairus would have applied to them. He then goes on and says, and I'll prove it to you because I'm actually one the guy. How do I know that? Because the Mukhat Vashem is and they need a meal or tefila, etc. He says, they were Mamash Gerit. Now, Fido Hawk, you can say, you know, I'm saying, Kegeri is Mutavaroid. That's what he says. Now, the question is, what does the Maharal mean? So, the, the Klichem says, he says, absolutely, he's definitely, he says, with their borrowed the Kavanah Rabinu, along the lines he said, but slightly different. He says that, um, since we see that Kofa HaKadosh Baruch was Kofa HaKadosh Baruch so what HaKadosh Baruch was showing them was that their, their only Zuchus Kiyam, if you want, their only way of living is through the Torah. 
Um, yeah, he says, when you've got a gear, it's, it's very, very similar to what I said, is that a gear, he's been living as a goy, now he cuts himself off from that to be recovered the tail. So he said, that makes sense. He's now cut himself off from this path, and he's got, of course, he's cut off and Shenoda. But he says, the whole point of Kof Alem HaTigigis was Hashem was saying to them, you won't live if you're not the Kabbalah too. Yeah? The point being, you're not the Kof and Shenoda, because why are you being the Kabbalah too? Because, because you are the now from Yitzchak Miyakas. It's because of your root. And that bit, he's slightly different to what I said. Not that you're being Makadish, but I suppose that is effectively what's going to happen. Not so much because you're being Makadish, you're not, you're not a Kekos and Shenoda. On the contrary, the reason why you have to be Makadish and Shenoda is because you are B'nai Avram Yitzchak Piyakos. That's exactly why you have to be Makadish and Shenoda. Otherwise, Shom Teka would ask them. You've got no Zuchus Kiyah. See, he says, on the contrary, here, the Geirus, was the complete opposite of a normal gear. A normal gear is a person says, I've been living this way till now, now I want a different way of living. I don't have to do it. I want to join on to B'nai Abram in Kodriyakim. So you disconnect from B'nai Eto, B'nai Shmuel or whatever it is, and you join on to B'nai Abram in Kodriyakim. Fine. But with Kodriyakim and Matan Torah, says the Kodriyakim, there, Kodriyakim and Kodriyakim was saying the complete opposite. You're not disconnecting. It's saying if you're not the Kabbalah Torah, then you will be disconnecting yourself from Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. Yeah, well, you already had a tradition of, of thinking this as well, in the uh, sense of uh, endless of Avosa. And therefore? It was a confirmation of... Okay, if you want to put it there. Fine, if you want to put it there. The main point is... Okay, the, the, the main point is, yeah, everyone has it. But the, 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 the main point of that is, like, is that, um, is that their the Kabbalah Torah, you want to put it like that, whichever way you want to look at it, is because they are attached to the because they're attached to Avromi There's no disconnection. It's affirmation of their connection. So the later they're not so cosmic and they're not. That's the way the Kirikhandu puts it. Now I'll tell you. But that isn't the way the Maharal seems to be saying it. Why? The Maharal seems to be saying that, uh, that they are gay. Let's, 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 let's read it again. For those that see, says, let's read them and make the point which is Nagea. In their Kasha, they huchruchru le Kabel, the Kofa Alev Haifigigit, because they come on, but I'll read them also down if you call them Shaleda. Why? The Vada mission is Gaia me up to make a goy. Kim did a high authority guy. He's got no connection to Abba. He's got to be the cover of the Torah. But when Gaia up to have a very Achaya Pregamri, meaning to say, because he's disconnected from Yishmael, let's say, and he's joined on to our clan. Abba Dissos, Yotim and Mitzrayim. Kim is showing you Machuyov in the cover of the Torah. Why? Because they've been able to talk to Yaku. But you Machrok not there. And you take a cotton Shanela. That's not a cotton Shanela. Now, he hasn't said clearly why. That's where he's coming. Yeah, that's, that's the way the, the, uh, the, the, um, the, what I said was probably with, 
sort of the back of my subconscious I had this I don't think it's my own uh, innovation but I'll tell you what the Papa Dietzel says and tell me if this fits well with you okay it sounds sounds right it's uh, right you review it called he says this it's, it's a typical sort of right a bit, a bit more machshobatic he says of this he says I, I, I'll put it over there you know there's a concept that we that copper um, not copper that um Coping is the actually on my road sign. If a person they're, they're trying to force him to, to give a guess, and a person says no, so what do they do? They beat him up until he says road sign, right? Or by bringing a card. And same same concept over there. It's got to be the rock. So, so what's the point of beating him up, right? So this is the famous Rambam that they bring is that the Yerushalmi. Every person deep down, of course, he wants to do what's right. He's just got a thick layer of the Tahara, it's crusted over there, and never we're beating in to bring out, bring out his, uh, bring out uh, the, 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 if, if you want, if you want to put it like this, the, there's, I want to read the letter, it's Rav Shem Pinkus wrote something, this guy who wrote to Rav Shem Pinkus said he wanted to commit suicide. And he says that he feels like an absolute fake, he dresses like, a, you know, one of these ultra-orthodox guys, he says, but he doesn't keep, he doesn't keep uh, the, you know, the way he dresses, he just feels like such a fake, He's a disappointment to his family, to his friends, etc. So Shinshin Pinkus, he wrote back and said, number one, before we go any further, he says you're jumping from the fire pan into the, into the fire, basically. Committing suicide is going to make it even worse. Right? So he says, that, that, that's not a, not a good move. He says, but in terms of your, your thing, he says, there's a very deep concept of not so bitchidos. He says, you're touching on the idea, there's the chitodius, there's the pinimius, that everyone knows, there's something else called the pinimius. And he says, your chitzonius is not in, is, uh, at, there's a conflict between your pnimius and your chitzonius. True. But your chitzonius represents your pnimius. What's stopping you from changing the way you, who cares? What, what, what do you care what, what people think of you? The answer is to your pnimius, and I've seen this in action with some, somebody I know, living one way but couldn't, just couldn't bring himself to completely disconnect, is to your pnimius, his college, and he says, on the contrary, and then he goes on to obviously to give him chizuk, etc. There's a concept of pnimi pnimius. That's what, what we're trying to beat out with the person, is to bring that to the surface. Right? That's, that's, he says that this. Um, he says, normally speaking, when you need, when you need rotsed, forcing the person, coercion is not going to help. So, unless, as we said, I don't think that's what we said. The, the fourth thing is just bringing out something which was bunged up inside, which we call in the Pneumia Pneumius. Then, of course, it will help. So he says, so to Ahar Sinai, when they were coerced, they were put, right, they caught that, of course, they were. Um, in their Pneumia Pneumius, they were ready up and up on his so therefore they had to, of course they wanted to accept the Torah. The idea of putting the mountain on top was to force them to bring out the rocks and penimis. In which case they were already, so to speak, pre-programmed. It wasn't really the Chira in that sense of their own volition. It wasn't completely of their own volition because that, that rocks, and they were already born with that rocks to be recovered the Torah. So he says, what he believes the Maharal holds is the vault of Gersh and Iskaya to Kotl Shemodazomi is you can only say that with a Gerus, where there's no past reason, there's no past experience, 
which makes the person want to become a gear. It means the gear decides today, you know what, I want to become a gear. He's a spy, whatever it is. That's based on, he's got no sort of inner rot zone, if you want, which is suddenly come, come to the surface. He's been inspired by something that happened and he decided, you know what, now, now I'm going to become, I'm going to become Jewish. Such a person, that's getting, that's Kekotan Shemeda. But he says, but a, a Gerus which is based on something of the past, then all you're really doing is bringing out the inner, the inner Rosh, and that's not Kekotan Shemeda. Nothing's changed. You were born with that Rosh, so that's not Kekotan Shemeda. Okay? That's the way he puts it. And again, if you read into the Mara, it also reads very nicely. To him, hook for a cooler cover, they'll cross out their mouth again. It ought to be, be very possible. I've got one problem with that, though. Yeah. You want to know what that is? Don't expect you to, but there is the, there's a Gemara in Yabomus which says that in, in, in Megid al it says that. Um, uh, it says, I think it's on that positive. So, the basically says, Because you hurry, that's what they were saying, to, that's what he was saying, Bayaz was saying to us, because you hurried and you didn't delay. What's the shot in this? So the Nesivas has got a pirish on, on uh, Miguel Sosis. Mum's got two or three pieces, that's it. It's, it's a very. And one of the things he says there is, and as he says, is that every gear is implanted with, there's a reason why they're going to become a gear, because they've got a certain neshama that they have to bring out, like Rus has to bring out the neshama of Tzavah Damet. And therefore, it's inevitable they will become a gear. It's inevitable they're going to become a gear. So, the, so, all that will happen is eventually Akkadosh Baruch will make them have a moment of inspiration, but therefore it's Akkadosh Baruch who is really directing it. The whole thing was Ruth, what says that the TV's what? you didn't wait for that moment of inspiration. You, of your own volition, got up and decided. He actually puts it together with, it was like a, uh, it was a combination of the two. Shemihar, you can, it, what he's doing with this, he's also explaining a Gemara which talks about why Gerim often suffer. It's a Gemara which says, and one of them is, the reason he says is because it took them so long time. He says, what does that mean? He says, that's the time of why did it take them so long? Why didn't they do it of, the, of their own volition? Okay, that, that's the, 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 uh, the basic thing. So, but what do you see from this Nasebus? You see that it's not true they didn't have a, a, a previous Rotten. There is a, there's an inbuilt Rotten to become, to become a, a Hashem planted in there. Okay, you don't have to say the Maharal goes with this Nasebus. It's not a... Uh, if you go with this Nasebus, if you accept that that is the case, then obviously this part of this class won't work. Because then they're also born, they're born with the inner optimum. It's just a matter of time before it surfaces. Yeah? The whole thought of the part of this class is because there was nothing, there's nothing, there's no past. It's all in the present. So as I said, you can, you can, so it doesn't have to go within a seed. I'm just saying, if you, if you accept this, this force within a seed, then, uh, which does, as it happens, explain various different Ramadan of Chazal, but if you accept that, then it's obviously this, 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 uh, this chat won't work. Okay, let's, let's continue on in the Gemara. Dama Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. From one, these are all very interesting pieces of the one, all quite challenging. Third Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, we're about ten lines, so we're ten lines from the bottom of the page on page on the base. Two dots there. 
the clouds of glory all off on him. And then he says, right, go on, now on to them. So on the phone, he says to Hashem, okay, first, Rebbeinu Shalom, Torah Sho'asam Eitini, the Torah that you are giving me, Mark Tifo, what's written in this? Hashem says, Onechei Hashem Elenkecha, Hashem Eitisichom Yeretz Mitzrayim, there's the first verse in the Tadirat, I am Hashem your God, that I took you out from the land of Mitzrayim. So on the head, so Moshe turns to Malachim and says, okay, the Mitzrayim you're out to tell me, did you go down from Mitzrayim? The Parish Tabadzem, were you enslaved to Paras? So Torah not the Torah, why do you want the Torah? It's not, it's not applicable to you. Shuv Mahdibo. Come on, here's the next one. What else is written in it? Lo yerofarehim achayim. He said to them, Be'inam in Artem Shuruim, do you live amongst the, the nations? She'oizin avedis kirunim v'sel avedizara, that you should have to be commanded, don't serve. To you there is only one God. I mean, there's only one possibility. Next. We're on page 7 of the Davos, now the top there. Shuv Mahdibo. No, what, what else is written there? Interesting, I haven't seen any portion pick up on this as, as it happens. I'm sure they do. He skipped one. Yeah? Which is going to come back to in a second. It's interesting, he skipped one. Okay. Um, I do have an answer to that, but still a long way to go before we can answer that. If you've got any suggestions, please speak up. But, he said, what's the next, well, not the next one, what is else is written in? Shabbos. Do you do any work that you need to uh, rest? What's the, I wouldn't say the next, now we're going backwards. That's the one we missed out. Yeah, not to take Hashem's name in vain. So, do you have a, do you do business with anyone? You know, what, 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 what line of business are you in? You're lawyers, what do you do? When would you be under oath? Um, then what, what's next? Now we're going back in order, right? It's sort of just filled in the one we missed out. Kibbut Ha'ayin, that's the fifth one. Then Yishloch, sorry, Kavim Tzadikah Ve'asemachol. Ha'ayin Yishlochem, do you have a father and mother? Shuvach Tzibor. Come on, next. Le'sirtoch, le'sirnoch, le'sirgnoiv. Kino Yishpineichem, do you have jealousy amongst you? Yitzahora Yishpineichem, do you have Yitzahora amongst you? In other words, why would you want to murder anyone? Why would you want to commit, commit adultery? Why would you want to steal? Kidnapped, whichever way. He didn't have to go any further. Interesting, it's also slightly not why The truth is, the next one as well, which is obviously is. Are we up to the Sinoff, the Signal, it's right. The Sound of Yahweh Shoke is also to a certain extent is about giving false testimony. Yeah. I mean, what's obviously. But definitely the last one that's happened is already said, Kino Yish. You know, is there any jealousy amongst you? But, for whatever reason. At that point, straight away, Miyaz, straight away, Hodulo, Tafel Akrofu, the Malachim says, you know what, he's right. Shanei Mazen says, Hashem Azuneinu, Hashem Amasa, Mo'adishim Chavagayna. He said it again, how mighty is your name, but this time, the Ilutinah Hetafal Hashemayim Lekisit. It's not written this time anything about leaving the Hod in Shemayim. No, they said, yes, we, we agree, give it to, give it to man. Straight away, all the Malachim became his best friends, became Moshe Rabbeinu's best friends, and handed him a secret. Shenema, he says, you went up on high, you basically captured a captive, you took presents, what does it mean? As a reward, as a payment for the fact that they called you an honor. Presumably, Poshuk Shatana is, 
because to appease you. They, they denigrate you as, ah, you're an autumn, you're awful men and in the end they realise that, I mean, I'm already going a little bit into one of the Pshatim, is that you're not as, as uh, lowly as they perhaps they thought. As a reward for that, you took Masonis. And you should know not, not only that, even the Malacham Mobes gave him over a secret. Shenem, as it says, by Yitin Esaikatoides, and he gave the, but this is the uh, Parshas Kerah, so uh, after this whole uh, Magifa which hits the people, so Aaron goes and he puts the Katoides there, by Yitin on. so even it says, by Yitin Esaikatoides, by Yitin Esaikatoides, and he stood between the dead and the alive, the living, etc. So he loved the Omale, if, um, if the Malacham Mobes hadn't told Moshe about the secret, Miha the Yoda, would Moshe have known about it? How would he have known? Must be the Malacham Ovis reveals in the secret that if you want to survive the Malacham Ovis, it says the Magipa, the way to get round it is by having an experience. Okay? That's the Gemara. Reads pretty simply, because I think if you can well imagine, it may read very uh, sort of simple, but anything but simple time. I mean, what, what's, what's going on here? Was this an actual conversation which took place? My answer is no way, right? But uh, I mean, no one else says that, but he says no way this actually took place, this conversation. Besides anything else, one of the, 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 the big problems here is did the Malachim honestly not know that the Torah doesn't really apply to them? That's one of the biggest problems we have. Um, did they not realize it says, I'll show it to you, it's not So, what exactly is the give and take here? Okay? There are those who want to say, the Mahashal talks about it, it's to do with the Nikla and the Nista, right? Now, give them the Nikla, but the Hoitcha, but the, but the, the, uh, the Nista, don't give it to the human beings, they don't, uh, you know, they're, they're not riding us, right? But the Pharisees agree with that, alright? A lot of people at least, yeah, shouldn't be learning it. The question is, I mean, the Mahashal Taka has a, has a shot, but part of the problem with that is, for them, what exactly is the answer to that then? All the things which he then goes on and says seemingly have more to do with the Nikla than the Nista. At least seemingly, right? So the Marshall attack has a chart, you can take, take a look at the, the Marshall, but I, I think we've got enough without. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm just going to pick. But uh, we'll see a couple of shots. But let's just first take a look at Rashi. Top top, Kuf Ayn Daladoris, we're back on Pechat on the base, just the last 10 lines or so of Rashi. What's this 974 generations? In the 2,000 years before the, the Torah preceded the world, whatever that means, uh, that, so to speak, the, the plan was that there would be these 974 generations they were supposedly going to come into being. The idea was, the plan, plan A, as uh, to put it very simple, put it very simply put, simply put would be, that the idea was, that the Torah, the Torah would be commanded, would be given after a thousand generations. The Rakhon is focusing on Olam is kind of a Torah kolkas. Rakhon is focusing on the world simply would not survive that long without Torah. The Heaviron, so he moved those generations to the side, but the Barani never created them. The Nosna, the Chafal Torah, and Rakhon is focusing on giving the Torah after twenty-six generations. However, Shachotu top top kuf ayin dalit me'alat, so they missed out nine hundred seventy-four generations. So Moshe said, so the Malachim said, what you know, what's going on here? Your name is very, very mighty on, on the earth. It's not right to put your hope there. 
Right, put it on, on a, he says, I did, the Marashot says, I did, Shat is there, we're talking about people like, you've got people like Taru there, you know, Rashad and Gemur in there, he has to punish, that's the idea of Adir, that's not a place to your host. So, basically, Hashem said to Moshe, well, go on, you answer them. And Moshe said, I can't, I'm scared of them. And Hashem said, well, take all the my Kitak of it. How do we know that? Because there's an artist in the Kitak, Parashot of Anano, wasn't even Parashot of Anano, Piri Shaka in Mizit. Now, Chikon Shapash, that's a, a note trick. One of my rabbis once said, the trick right, it's a note trick. It's a play on the, on the word there that you see in the word, parashol is a condensed form of those three words. So Moshe said to them, of those three words, Pirei Shakai Mizib is in the word parashol. What's the significance of that? That is called a note treatment. No, we're saying that's what the word parashols means. Parashols is a condensed form of three words. Oh, see, so it's just like the word that we haven't come across. It's a bit like Rashi Tavis, doesn't it? Yeah, so how would you have to... It's a bit like a... It's a bit like a zip file. I don't know very much about these things, but I think it's a bit like... Yeah, it's, it's a bit like the house of the you, right, You've got to open it up and then you'll see parashols means more than just, right? Double click on it and it cut it, it sort of uh, explains itself. There are similar things in English. Like smog, which is smoke and fog. Yeah. Yeah. Two words can get it. It's called a fog banter. So, Kino Yishmenechem. So he said, you know, is there jealousy amongst you that you that you uh, come through that to murder? No way, it wouldn't happen. So, so Mosaloi, it wasn't mean they hand over to him presents. Um, Limdo, they taught him. Limdo, they taught they taught him various uh, secrets. And Odom, uh, because they as a reward or to appease you because they blasphemed you, because Rucha Adam, they called you, they denigrated, they called you just an Adam, no semi created forms from the dust of the earth, which is an expression of lowliness, so therefore they gave him presents. Mosa, they said that even the Malachamovas gave over the secret, Lehaktir Machsis Ketore, Bishaf Magepa, to offer up, to burn the Ketore at the time of the Magepa, but Ahmed bin Amesim bin Achaim, to stand between the dead and between the living. He loved Amadei Malachamovitz. Unless the Malachamovitz had told him the secret, Menor Yoda, how would he have known? How did Baterlo, and it's not written in Torah, which everyone, well, everyone well, basically on the Forest asked, but there's lots of things not written in Torah, we know we're handed to Moshe. But the. Why are we making distinction between which branch of Hashem, whether it was Hashem himself or Malachim, which is also Hashem? No, no, no. Malachim and Malachim. No, uh, no, we don't. We're not independent uh, entities. They're not they Hashem. Are? No. They're independent like you or I. Yeah. It's true that everything is really Hashem, but they are, they are independent. So yeah, they are created as Shlokim of Hashem. They're there to do certain jobs. But they are. Finally, you find uh, whatever it means. You find Malachim sometimes. Uh, it means getting getting punished. So some of the Torah was taught not by Hashem to Moshe Rabbeinu. Some of the Torah was taught. This, this was 
simply put, this is not really Torah, this is just a, this is a Matonot. He was told the secrets here, how to, uh, how to stop the Margaitos. This wasn't a mitzvah per se. Well, the is, is, uh, is no, this isn't, this isn't the normal terrorist. This is, if you want, is a skudach. Remember, we are the unskudach, so you know, we like these things. So it was, uh, the question is, so what? It's not written in the Torah. There's many things he was told. You know, who says he wasn't told by Hashem? The Beneshchai, the Beneshchai says, he, to answer that, he says, because Avada, when Achadosh Baruch told the Malach Hamovit how to do his job, he says, it's, just, it's logical to assume that Hashem told the Malach Hamovit not to reveal the secret to anyone, because otherwise it's going to really, it's going to, you won't be able to do his job. If everyone knows that the way to stop the Malach Hamovit is by offering, you know, doing this Katerus, well then, so it's highly unlikely our Kodesh Borokal would have told Moshe this, because our Kodesh Borokal doesn't want this secret revealed. Then Amai must be the Malach Hamovit who gave it of his, of his own uh, religion. That's the way, that's one Peshati. It's, it's more along the lines of Rashi, but he says, basically, a different Rashi would have said something entirely different. And that is, it's quite a sweet, sweet, sweet take, is that it? He says, the, you know Rashi, Rashi and Chumash says that when the Aram went to, uh, to stop, stop the Margaita. So the Malacham said to him, what are you doing? So he said, what do you mean? What am I doing? I've been told by Moshe to come and... So the Malacham said, but what do you mean? I've been told by Hashem to bring the Margaita. He said, but I've been told by Moshe to stop it. So the Malacham said, well, I've been told by Hashem, you've been told by Moshe. Basically, I've been told by the Rebbe, you've been told by the Talmud. So says the Benish Chai, but what do you mean? Everything Moshe was told came from Hashem. He doesn't make up things himself. Yeah? The answer is, this didn't come from Hashem. This came from the Malach HaMobis. And that's what it means. Malach HaMobis is Hashem. No, Malach HaMobis is not Hashem. Malach HaMobis is the Malach Takes instructions. That may be, that may be, but he's not Hashem. Yeah? So he says, that's what it means. He types it differently. He says, Malach HaMobis is the king of life and death. But you're also Hashem then, in that means. No, the king the king. Uh, that's true. The Malacham Ovid can't do his job if Hashem doesn't. If the time's not up, of course he's got his job. He's just he's just a shliach. Yeah. So he's Hashem didn't tell him it was the Malacham Ovid. In which case he said that's not directly from Hashem. So he said that's Peshat by um He loved the Omarle mi Havayoda. Let me let me uh, do I have it here? He says the Taich in mi Havayoda is not. How would Moshe Rabbeinu have known this? If he loved the Omale, where's it gone? Um, yeah. He loved, he said, that means, unless the Malachamobes told Moshe Rabbeinu this skulo, Minoyota, how would the Malachamobes have known that Aaron was the Shriach of Moshe? That's what you want to say, Minoyota means. How is it a share for Moshe? What do you mean? Everything Moshe gets is from Hashem. The answer is because Amalekh Amalekh said, Aaron, what, what are you planning to do? So, put the Ketoros there. And Amalekh Amalekh said, I was the one who told Moshe to do that, not Hashem. You're not a share for Hashem. You're a share for Moshe. Moshe taking, using the Matana I gave him, simply put, of my own village. That was my, so to speak, the Chiris Kedat Moshe. 
That's not. That's Moshe using the secret I told him. It's quite, quite a chat there. That's, that's Min Yoda. Means how would the Malacham Mobe? How would how would Aaron have known it? Hold on. How would the get it right? How would the Malacham Mobe? Sorry. How would the Malacham Mobe have known that Aaron wasn't a shliach of Moshe? It wasn't a shliach of Hashem. The terrorist is because he knew that he'd given this over to Moshe. So that was that, that, that was that was the uh, the Malchama. I leave it tomorrow, as Hashem to explain this this Gemara though. That's just the, the last part to say that we've got a couple of things obviously to, to work through here. Is number one the whole Gemara, what, what exactly is going on here? What was the time of Moshe? What, I mean, what were the Malachim thinking? What's the give and take here? Right, we'll see a couple of shots in Hashem tomorrow. But also to think about is why did he change the order of the Aseret Hadithos? Now, as I said, I haven't seen anyone pick up on that Hashem will be able to answer at the same time. Thank you.